Let church say amen. amen. From the book of Jude. The book of Jude. You're electronic, you won't have any problem finding you. <laughs> but if you're not electronic, there's Jude and then there's Revelation. <laughs> well, the book of Jude has only one chapter, but we will read starting at verse 24. And these are the words that you'll find. Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. The only wise God, our Savior, be gloria, glory, majesty, dominion, and power, both now and ever. Amen. Now unto him who is able to keep you from falling. And to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. Just for a few minutes this morning, let me talk about God as our keeper. God, our keeper. I don't think that I'm by myself today. Look around at world situations and situations in this nature, this nation. I don't believe I'm by myself to believe that all of us up in here need a keeper. We need to know that we are not on our own. We need to know now more than ever, we need to feel the assurance that there is a God who sits high. And looks down low and, and who is watching all the time. God, our keeper. The book of Jude is written by Jude, who is one of the half-brothers of Jesus Christ himself. He's a half-brother of Jesus, and he's writing a book of warning to the church that at that time is under attack. Jude, brothers and sisters, has an interesting story in that although he was the half-brother of Jesus, raised in the same household as Jesus, 
it's strange that in the beginning, he had no confidence in Jesus and his claim to be the Son of God. During the time of the ministry of Jesus on earth, his brother Jude stayed away from him, stayed away from this new kingdom movement. He he, 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 he didn't want to have anything to do with this movement that was going around and centered by his brother, Jesus. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, much of Jesus' family saw him as a little strange. Much of his family were a little embarrassed by Jesus and all that he was around doing. Read, read the gospel according to St. Mark. It tells of one event where his mother, Jesus, his mother and his brothers came to a place where Jesus was teaching and they sent somebody in to try to get him out. They said, y'all excuse him, he's losing his mind. They, 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 they really wasn't quite clear on who Jesus was and what actually was going on. They, they had heard him say strange stuff like, I'm the one that the prophets were talking about. They saw him do peculiar things, saw him do peculiar things that they could not explain. They couldn't explain it. They just saw him doing strange stuff like changing water to wine, giving sight to blind folk. They, it was all sort of foggy to them. They didn't know what was really going on with their brother. But toward the end of his life, he began to do some strange things with life itself. You remember, he went, showed up at a gravesite of a friend named Lazarus and called him back from the day. Are y'all hearing this? Yeah, and then shortly after that, shortly after that, he went to the cross himself, died on a cross. Are y'all hearing me? laid him in somebody else's tomb, but somehow he conquered death and the grave and came back to life. That's what we celebrate. He does that. He, after that, after he's conquered death and the grave, and now he's walking again, he's back to life. Now Jude is on board. Are y'all hearing me? And let me just throw this in. If the death, burial, and resurrection doesn't bring you on board, ain't nothing going to bring you on board. Y'all hearing me? If, 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 if dying on a cross, going to a grave, and getting up, if that don't change your mind, ain't nothing. Nothing will ever change your mind. Now, after that, Jude is on board. He, he's ready to go with it. Now, so at the very end of the ministry of Jesus, his brothers finally come on board. Jude finally joins him in the kingdom movement. Jude finally joins the church right at the end. So at, at, in Acts 1.13, we find out that, that Jude and his brother James, they were both there in the upper room waiting on the coming and waiting until, anticipating the arrival of the Holy Ghost. They're on board now. They're up there in the upper room waiting on the Holy Ghost to show up. Jude was there and saw the very beginning of the church when the church started on that day of P 
Pentecost when 3,000 souls came to Christ after hearing Peter preached one servant sermon. Jude was sitting there watching every bit of that. Jude watched his brother James. His brother James, he saw him accept the call to be the first pastor in, in, in the church at Jerusalem. Jude was there watching the church grow. He was there watching all of the early acts of the apostles and, and he watched as God added to his church. Jude was there amazed and watching all of that. But then, by the time we get to this writing, something has happened. Now the church is no longer growing. As a matter of fact, now people are walking away. People are walking away. The church, he's watched it grow, but now he's watching it take a different turn. Church now is under attack. It's under attack. And people are falling into apostasy. They are abandoning their faith. They are turning away from everything that they believe. They are turning away from the church. And as a result, there is a great falling away. Get it now. He's watched it grow. And now he's watching the church fall apart. He's watching a great falling away from the church. But now Jude, and this is why he's writing this letter. He's writing this letter to the church to keep faith alive. He's writing this letter to the church. He's writing this letter to, listen how he starts the letter. He, he starts his letter out. Look at verse 1. He says, this is Jude, the servant of Jesus Christ and brother of James. Now, that's impressive because the truth of the matter is he could have said Jude, the brother of Jesus Christ and James. He wouldn't even call himself the brother of Jesus. He called himself a servant. Are y'all hearing me? Yeah, a servant of Jesus Christ and brother of James. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and he's writing this letter right there, right out the book. To them that are sanctified by God the Father and preserved in Jesus Christ. He goes on in his writing. To explain to them the problem that the church is facing. He said, here's the problem. Here's the problem. He said, I really would love, my name is Judah, and yet Judah means praise, and I'd really love to write you a happy letter, and let's just shout together, but we got something on hand here I need to tell you about. He said that, that there, there are those who were infiltrating the body. There are those who are infiltrating the church for the sole purpose of destroying fellowship. Read it when you get home. There's some folk who are showing up, who are coming up in here, and their sole purpose is to destroy the fellowship. The term that he uses is that there are some folk, they, the, the term he uses is that they have crept in. Is that in your book? They have crept into the church unawares. Y'all hear me? Put a line under that word crept. See, that word crept signifies, it signifies that, that they, they, they had eased in. 
Whenever somebody's creeping, they don't mean no good. You need to know that. Yeah, it signifies that they have crept into the church. And it signifies that they crept in while the church was preoccupied with something other than church. They weren't totally unaware of the fact that all of this stuff was creeping up in the church. They have crept in, and the church is not even aware that they're in there. Y'all ain't hearing this. They have crept in while the saints are asleep. They've crept in. Spiritual leaders in the church have grown complacent and careless about study, careless about prayer, sort of haphazardly worship. And while all of that's going on, while they're there sleeping, these folk creep in. Jude's concern is not that these false teachers exist. You know that they have always existed. But his concern is now they're coming into the church. Y'all hearing this? And let me just hop off right there to just say this. Everything doesn't belong in the church. I know I'm old-fashioned. I'm old fogey, And I know a whole lot of folks say, yeah, he just hung up in that tradition. Maybe I am. But I still say everything don't, everything don't belong up in here. You see, if, there's, if everything out there is in here, then there's no, really no incentive to come up in here. Are y'all hearing me? Everything doesn't belong. I'm not stuck. I'm not stuck on tradition. I'm not stuck on anything, but I have a high reverence for God and the things of God. I just want to make that clear. I'm not, not make that clear. I, I, I have a high regard. For what God has already done. I ain't scared of what he's doing now. I got a whole lot of regard for what he's already done. I stand on that. Get the picture now. Get the picture now. These are not people on the outside of the church. Causing people to fall away from the church. (laughs) These are people who have made their way to the inside of the church who are causing people to fall away from the church. See, my brothers and sisters, I've learned this. The church is well fortified to deal with the enemy without. But when the enemy gets in, <laughs> are y'all hearing me? Oh, we can fight the devil outside. <laughs> we can't do much with him once he gets in. Are y'all hearing me? When, when he gets on the inside, he, he becomes more of a challenge. Be clear. Everybody who comes into the church comes in with some kind of an issue. (laughs) I'm trying to see who's looking shocked. (laughs) Everybody, everybody who shows up in here shows up with some kind of an issue. That, that's really why we keep on coming. <laughs> Are y'all hearing me? 
If you got it all together and ain't nothing wrong with you, you probably need to stay away from this crowd. Are y'all hearing me? You, you probably don't need to be mixing up in this crowd. Everybody up in here has a little something wrong with them. All of us, are, I always like to preach this because some people act like they're hearing it for the first time. But yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we're here because all of us are a little bit sick. And the reason why we keep coming is because we're trying to get well enough to go home. These creepers are not coming in. They're not seeking. They're not looking to get that issues fixed. They're there to cause confusion. They're, they're there to cause people to walk away from the body. Their whole purpose is to bring about the failure of the body of Christ. Their whole purpose is to cause people to fall away. He gives, us a, he gives us a view of these people. Verse 8, he says, yeah, yeah, he said, this is how you know them. He said, they reject authority. Look at verse 8. He said, they reject authority. Look at verse 10. They mock stuff that they don't understand. You don't take all of that. Oh, y'all hear me? They, verse 6, verse, six, verse 16, they're grumblers and fault finders. Verse 19 says, they are divisive. They're worldly-minded and totally devoid of spirit in the church, in the church there. Their whole purpose is to cause believers to fall. Then Jude keeps on writing, thank God, and he gives the church some defenses. He gives the church some defenses for for, for he, he wants us to have a defense. And for those who are in Christ, he says, here is how you counteract that. That's what they're for. But let me tell you what you do, how you counteract what they are doing. He says, verse 20, he says, uh, the first thing is, uh, he says, build yourselves in the faith. Y'all hearing me? It ain't, it ain't all that deep today. It ain't deep today. Build yourselves in the faith. You... You, you, and the way you build yourself in the holy faith, the way you build yourself in faith, you do that by staying in the word of God. Let me tell you something. Folk can't throw you if you stay in the word of God. Folk can't make you fall down if you're on the standing on the word of God. He says, uh, yeah, 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 you do that by staying, standing firm on the word. Faith comes by hearing. Hearing by the word of God. He said, build yourselves in the faith. But then the other defense he got right there in verse 20, has another defense. He says, here's your other defense. Pray. Y'all hear me? Stand the word of God. And the other one is pray. Read your Bible and pray. Does that sound familiar? <laughs> Does anybody else that grew up singing, read your Bible, pray every day? <laughs> You will grow. Are y'all hear me? Yeah, yeah. Read, read the Bible and pray. We, yeah, yeah, we grew up singing that. Read your Bible, pray every day. You'll grow, grow. But then we get down to, to the good part, <laughs> the doxology. This is the text. This is where I want to get to. We get down to that 
beautiful ending of this letter. Jude says to all of us, he says to everybody, he says, after you've done all you can, this is what you do to stand. These are the steps that you take to stay on your feet so that they won't drive you away, so that they won't, so that, so that, so that, you, that you, you won't find yourself falling along the way. He said, but after you have done all you can to stand firm, after you have been reassured from the word, after you have already prayed and been strengthened in your prayer, Jude says, I want to leave this one thing with you. I want to leave you with a word of assurance. And that word that I want to leave with you, Jude says to the people, he says, I want to leave a word to let you know that you are not on your own. Y'all ain't hearing me. Oh, yes, read your Bible, pray, but you're not on your own. Let's take it right out of the book. Let's take it right out of the book. There is one who is able. Y'all ain't hearing this. You, you've done all you can, and sometimes it seems like it ain't enough. But he says, uh, let me assure you that there is one who is able uh, to keep you from falling. Listen at it. Listen at it. And now, under him. Is that in your book? Now, under him who is able. Now, Unto him. I just love how simple the word is. Now unto him. Who is him? Are y'all hearing me? Now unto him, the God of everything. Now unto him, the all-wise God. Now under him, a way out of no way. Now under him, the lily of the valley. Now under him, the bright and morning star. Now under him, bridge over troubled water. Now under him, bread. <laughs> In a starving land. Now unto him. Whole lot of our shouting and much of our praise is not so much about what he's already done. Are y'all hearing me? A whole lot of our shouting and a whole lot of our praise really ain't even got nothing to do with what he's doing right now. But I thank God that we are a band of folk who will shout because God is able. Y'all ain't hearing me? I wonder if I got one witness in the house. If he don't ever do nothing else, He's already done enough for me to know God. He, are y'all hearing me? God is. I wonder if I got one witness up in here. Oh, I'm talking to folk who look like me. We shout because God is able. I wonder if I got a witness here. We can't afford to sit around and wait until God does everything. We go ahead and lift our hands because we know that God is able. Wonder if I got a witness in the house. He's able, yes, to make ways out of no way. He's able, yes, to make your enemies to leave you alone. He's able to fight your battles. He's able to make crooked ways straight. Yeah. He's able to dry away your tears. Yeah. He's able, yes, he's able. 
That's why, that's why my enemies can't overthrow me. It's because I serve an able God. That ain't all. That ain't all. That ain't all. I'm almost through. Almost through. Jude deals with the reality that although he is able to keep me from falling, sometimes because of my own rebellion, sometimes because of my own shortcomings, sometimes because of my own weakness, he allows me to fall anyhow. That ain't got nothing to do with his ability. Are y'all hearing me? But sometimes, because of my hardhead, he has to let me fall down anyhow. I wonder if I got a witness up in here. You'll never learn how to get up if you don't learn how to fall. Y'all ain't hearing me. Yeah, he, sometimes he allows me to fall down. Allows me to fall down anyhow. But even then, but even then, when it comes time, if you ain't shouted yet, you better get ready here because this is your last shot right here. Yeah, when it comes, although sometimes I fall, although sometimes I'm hard-headed and, and I end up falling anyway, here's a shout right here. When it comes down to the end of the journey, when it comes time for me to stand before the judgment, y'all ain't hearing me. When it comes time for me to stand before his father. Here's a shout right here. He's going to present me faultless. Y'all ain't hearing me. Oh yes, I did fall. Oh yes, uh, I have done wrong. But he will present me faultless before his father. Yeah. With great joy. Are y'all hearing me? Maybe it doesn't do for you what it does for me. But this line always blows my mind. How in the world can he pull that off? As many times as I have failed him. As many times as I have faltered along the way. As many times as I have disappointed him. How in the world can he present me faultless? I'm glad you asked. Here it is right here. Yeah, yeah, here it is. Uh, what can, can, what can, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah let, let, let's go to songwriter. He answered for us, how can he present me faultless? Here's the answer right here. What can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Oh, precious is the flower that makes me white as snow. No other fount I know. Nothing. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Yes, the blood that Jesus shed for me way back on Calvary. The blood that 
gives me strength uh, from day to day. Uh, it will never, uh, never, never, never lose. It's a high, the key. The key is to always make sure that the keeper is there. Not, not for a visit. Let him abide with you. Let, let him stay. Let, make sure that he's always wherever you are. Just make sure. Make sure that you have invited him into your presence. We, 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 uh, we used to sing. I'm glad to see you quite singing. Uh, if you are a witness, let God abide. Y'all know that? Y'all remember that? Yeah, 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 yeah. We used to say, see, see you, can't, you can't just do this thing little here and a little there. Your prayer got to be for him to abide with you. You got to invite him to come and stay. If you are a witness, let God, let God abide. Yeah, that's it. If you've been converted, let God abide. If you're sure that you know him and he walks by your side, oh, you'll find the answer to every problem if you let God abide come on that is if you are witness if you are a witness let God abide if you've been converted let God abide If you're sure that you know him And he walks by your side Oh, you find the answer to every problem If you let God abide Oh, within your soul, within your soul, within your soul, deep down within. He'll never let you fall Oh, you'll find the answer To every problem If you let God abide Oh, within your soul Within your soul Within your soul 
If thou wilt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. And right now, he's beckoning for you. Right now, he's calling for you. If you're unsaved, if you haven't accepted him as Lord and Savior of your life, you, you need a keeper. You do need a keeper. And right now is your time. Right now is your time. If you're unsaved, you ought to be moving. If you're already saved and don't have a church home, a church covering, now is your time. You ought to be moving.